0: This is good morning. daf Pei Amir This is the Daff for the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Apologies a bit of lateness on the daf and due to yontif. But once again, even though the month of Elul has concluded, we like to donate and dedicate a few more shiurim as Nishama, we enter into a new year, a new year of Davyemi, we begin with a Tfilah that besiyata We should all continue learning together and being kind of one daf after next, and all the learning should bring. As a in place in So holding on, babies of an Aleph, we're in the middle of discussing the Yavam in a situation that a man dies leaving over his wife and he has a brother. So the woman falls to yavam to this man's brother. What is the brother's relationship to his now deceased brother's estate? So ahu gavra, there was a man, excuse me. Before we get to there, we're actually going to have a little bit of a story regarding uh, this din. There was a man in which Yivamah fell in Masa Mechasia. Again, we'll get to the din about these in a moment, but first a story about Yibam. So the younger brother wanted to apostle him from Minei, from doing Yibam. We know that if one brother gives a get, and no one's allowed to do yibam. So the younger brother was going to give this woman a get so that no one is able to do yibim. On um, Lay, the older brother said, what's the reason that you want to apostle me from doing say If it's because you want to get the properties of our now deceased brother, and you're nervous that if I go and do yibum, I'm going to get the properties. So the older brother told his younger brother, you don't have to go, and get the property by way of postling from Yibam, but rather, I'll split it with you. Amar lay. So the younger brother responded, I'm nervous you're going to do for me like they did in Babadizah Rama, which was a story in which a brother said that I'll split the estate with his brother. But then subsequently he backed out after doing Yibam. So the older brother says, "If you really want, I'll give it to you right now. Right now, I'll already give you the estate, half of the estate of our deceased brother, so you don't go and give a get, and I could do Yibam." Says the Gemara, Amar Ma'ar Bar Ravashi after got the chazir of Dimi, even though when Rav Dimi came, Amr Rav Yechon Ami the chaver leich umeshayech parazu." Someone says, to "His friend, go and do a meshicha, go and pull this cow." And it's only going to be acquired to you after thirty days. Meaning, do the ma'isa kinyin, do the act of acquisition on the animal now, but you're actually going to acquire the animal only after thirty days. What the halacha says, Rav Dimi, name Rav Yechon, after thirty days, the halacha is that they are kaino, and even if it is standing in an agam. The halacha is that even if the animal is not available at the moment, meaning not there, it's elsewhere, the person acquires the animal. Why? For the simple reason that they did a a kidney. Explain. So ask the Gemara, I don't understand. You're telling me that if the brother says that you acquire it right now, you get it right now. We see in a case over here, in which they did a a kidney now, and you're only getting it after 30 days. They only get it after 30 days? Says the Gemara. Hasam biyadai. Hacha lav biyadai. Explains the Gemara now. Uh, uh, over there in that case, over there in that case, it's biyaday. It's in the giver's power to do the maisa kinyin now. Whereas hachab in our case, lav biyadai. It's not in his power to give the Maise right now. Meaning, so Rav Ashi is explaining, the Rav Dimi came and said in the name of Rav even though you're trying, the older brother is saying, I'm going to give you the field now, we're going to split it right now. It does not work. Because in the case of the cow, when he says, do the Maise now, and you're going to acquire it after 30 days, the Allah is that he yes does acquire it. The reason is because in that case, He's able to give him the, the cow right now. Whereas in our case, the older brother is not able to give the cow right now. And therefore, and therefore, it's not going to work if the older brother says that I'm giving you half of the estate right now. Still, it is not considered an act of acquisition. And if the older brother would eventually want, he's allowed to back out of it. Says the Gemara, V'akiyasa Rab'in Am Rav Yeichonot asked the Gemara one second, but Rabbah came and said to Rav he said, Lo'ikani, he does not acquire. Meaning in the case of the cow, you're differentiating and saying that in the case of the cow, there's Yasa Maisa yin. But Rab'in said to him, there's not. Says the Gemara, Lo'ikasho, Had Amr Le'ikini Me'achshav, Had Lo'y Amr Le'ikini Me'achshav. One is when he said, you're acquiring it, in that case, he yes, acquires the cow, because since he can give it to him right now, he hits it after 30 days, but if he does not say, he just says, then he does not acquire it. Continues the Gemara, and of course, the reason why the Gemara brought in this story, is because of the case, it was dealing with this situation of Yibam, and dealing with the brother's estate. And similarly, the Gemara continues, mine me'ula. They asked from Ula, we about 20 lines down, first word of the line is mine. They asked from Ula, What is the story if someone does ibum, And after he does ibum, then he wants to give away the properties. Meaning, a moment ago we just said that the older brother cannot give away the properties before he does ibum. But asked the Gemara, what about after he does Yibam? After he does Yibam, is he allowed to give away part of the deceased brother's estate to the other brothers? So answers Ula, No, nothing doing. Layasa, He's not allowed to give away anything. Ask the Gemara further, chilek But what happens if he first gives them away and then he does ibum out? What's the din? So both cases, whether he first gave away the estate, whether he first did ebom in both scenarios, the Gemara is paskining that the brother is not able to give away his deceased brother's estate. Meaning, even though when he marries his deceased brother's wife, he does ebom he gets rights to that estate to that estate. He's that which is eventually will pay for the Ksuba of his now wife, but he's not able to give away the estate. Not able to give away the property of his deceased brother, asks the Gemara Mask of La Ravashi, Shashis. As of Jesus is a very simple question, which I'm sure is bothering a lot of people. In this scenario, when he does Yibum and then he tries to give away the property of his brother, it's meaningless. Do you have to tell me the case in which he first tries to give it away, and then does Yibum? Of course it doesn't work. Answers to Gemara, you're right. But Shnei Ma'is there were two different stories, and in each story he asked what the din was. But it's true that there is no additional chiddush in the second case, which we did not learn in the first case. came. the name of Indeed, like said, and we continue by quoting the Mishnah. We're ten lines to the bottom of Pebez of Raleph. That the prey the produce that is attached to the ground, it belongs to the yavam. Explains the Gemara of Amai. What is the reason that you're telling me it belongs to the yavam? We know that the entire estate of the deceased brother is akhra, he is considered security and tied up for the khsuba. you're right. me shallah. You have to change one simple letter in the Mishnah of the Vav to the Hay shalai to but of course, that's a world of a difference. Then now what happens, it makes it that it belongs to her, and not to him. We continue by quoting the Mishnah, seven lines from the bottom of the Abiyah, that Allah is, and hopefully this, the next Gemara should sound very familiar, It's a bit repetitive from that which we learned in Mitzach's Zivamis that if someone gets married, if someone does Yibam, she, the Yivama, is like his wife for all regards. Says the Gemara, Lama'ya to what Allah are you referring? Amraviz Rahnina Laimarta teaches us. Sh Megar he's able to divorce her. Umachzira, and he's able to remarry her. Asks the Gamara four lines on the bottom. Megar Shah Pshita! Of course he can divorce her with a get. What else? What do you think? What is the khiddish? What is the novelty? Explains the Gamara I would have thought. Bi Yimamarachman. Says Mataira. The Yimba, says the Taira, that when someone's a brother is Nifter, leaving over his wife, he does Yibam with his wife. So you would think, Maybe she still has the status of a Yavama even after you do Yibam. And therefore, And therefore, maybe if you now want to divorce her, it would not suffice with only a get. Maybe the mechanics of severance of this marriage are not simply with a get, but rather it has to be with Khalita as well. Kamash Malan therefore explains our Mishnah that she's considered a full-fledged married woman and the way to divorce her is simply with a get. And then the next part is Machzira. They're able to remarry her. Ask the Gemara further again. Pshita, that's obvious. What is the novelty to tell me you're allowed to remarry this woman? Of course you could. Explains the Gemara as we turn over to I would have thought that in the case where one's brother is Nifter, he has a mitzvah to marry his brother's wife. Mitzvah Rachmana Alei He fulfilled the mitzvah. But now that he divorced her, we know that it isn't a right to marry your brother's wife. Whenever there is Yibam, that's the old creation of Yibam. The Yibam gets rid of the Isser, the transgression, the love of marrying one's brother's wife. But maybe one would think that after he divorces her, the original Isser is back in place. Kamash Malan so explains the Gemara that no, they're even able to remarry her. Ask Gemara, but why not be But maybe indeed you are not able to remarry her. Amar Krah says in the of Allah, Li take her as a wife. Once you marry her, it's as if she's like your wife, and therefore there's nothing to worry about. You can divorce her like a regular woman with a get and no chalitza, and able to remarry her, and there's no worry about the iser. And we continue quoting the Mishnah, five lines down. There's one caveat whenever one does yibam, that where does the ksuba come from? The Ksuvah comes from the estate of the original husband of the deceased brother. Ask the Gemara, Mai, what's the reason? Isha Says the Gemara, you know why? Because this woman is a wife that was acquired to him from heaven. He didn't necessarily choose to marry this woman. And therefore, the xuba doesn't come from him, but comes from the deceased brother's estate. But the Gemara speaks out very importantly, V'Illaslami Rishayim Islami Shehini. But let's say, she does not have a ksuba from the first one. Let's say the first the husband died and there's no estate left over. The Allah is, and this new husband does yes have to provide her with a ksuba. Why? So she should not be easy to divorce. We know that the whole invention of the ksuba was that one does not just simply divorce his wife and that there's some that he and he's held accountable. So too says the Gemara. If the deceased brother's estate has nothing, the new husband, the yavam, has to provide her with a ksuba. Continues the Gemara, 10 lines down, Bebe'ez and Bebe'ez, Quoting the Mishnah. Yarmel HaRei Ksuba, Say, Yavam, cannot I tell Yavama? Here's your Yavama on the table. And similarly, a regular man can tell his wife, your is on the table. Ask the Gemara, My V'chein, What's V'chein? And so too, it applies to a regular woman. When it comes to a yavama, the Mishnah said the yavam should not say your kshuv on the table vachain, and similarly, you shouldn't say the same thing to a regular wife. What would the difference be? Explains the Gemara. The Tema, I would have thought. La In the case of yibum, the husband, the yavam, does not write that all his properties are mishubid, are sitting and waiting to pay up the Ksuba. So therefore, I would think, that if the Yavim goes, and takes all the properties, takes all the cash, puts it on the table, and says, here's your Ksuba, then that could come to Eva, as we learned yesterday, in the previous half. Then that could come to a fight, because she thinks he's trying to divorce her, by putting the money up for the Ksuba on the table. ha'cha, but by a regular marriage, by a regular marriage, the husband writes to his wife that your will be paid from all my estate. So Aim, I would think, some khadaita, that even if the husband goes and says your is on the table, I would think still the woman is saim because she knows he doesn't really want to divorce because all his properties are mishovid. So kamash malon. That's the chiddush of the Mishnah. That similarly, by a regular wife, a person should not say. And we continue by the two dots, ten lines down. If after Yibam he divorces her, she only gets a ksuba. Explains the Gemara. Like if he divorces her, then she gets her ksuba. And then what happens? The Yavam gets the rest of the brother's estate. As he is the brother's inheritor, he is the brother's brother. And therefore he sells the estate or does what he wants with it. It is. But, like Yerushalayim, but if he does not divorce her, then he's not allowed to sell his brother's estate. Why not? Because the entire estate is sitting and waiting to potentially pay for the Ksubah. So the Mishnah teaches us, like Rav Abba, who taught us on Be'alif HaMet'alif that the only way you're allowed to sell your brother's properties after Yivam is if you divorce the Ivama then remarry her. Because if not, you have no rights to the properties from the fact that they're all mishabed to her ksuba. And we continue quoting the Mishnah 15 lines down. The first one in the line is If you remarry her, she's like a regular woman. She gets only her first ksuba. Explains the Gemara, What's the Chiddush? That if you remarry her, she only gets her first ksuba. Tanina, we already learned in the Mishnah. Hamigarius is she isha she isha machzira a woman and remarries her. It is assumed that he remarries her based on the premise of the first ksuba, whatever that was. So what's the khidish of the Mishnah with regards to a Yavan being the same din? Explains the Gemara About the of La Ksuba I would have thought when it comes to his wife, she is the one that he originally wrote the Ksuba to her. So therefore, if he remarries her, we assume it's based on original pretenses. of da'i, die. by Yavama, he's not the one that originally wrote the Ksuba, who is his brother. So maybe in a scenario which he does even, he divorces her, then he remarries her. Maybe the Ksuba is from him. Kamash oh, Malon so knows. Therefore, our Mishnah teaches us it's not true, that even the case of Yavama who remarries... Her Ksuba still goes by the original deceased brother's estate like it was originally. And we're going to conclude the parak. says the Gemara, quoting the Mishnah. Originally, what would happen if for were 200 Zos, a woman who was never married? A woman who was married 100 Zos. And their properties of the husband were not put up as a security for the Ksuba. And women did not want to get married because they didn't feel that they were secure in gaining their Ksuba. And he made a tachana that all the properties of the husband are are pledged to the Ksuba. Then the woman felt secure that even if her husband's uh, cash flow runs out, but his properties are all a for the k'suba, and then they got married, says the gemara. not the same in the Bryce. So what do they do? So the Bryce, it gives off a little bit more of the details. So they made a teikana that the husband should put the cash in her father's house. So now she'll feel like, okay, the cash is waiting for me. But still, when he got angry at his wife, he would tell her, go take your ksuba and get out of her. Here, meaning, it was too easy for a man to divorce his wife, because the cash was sitting and waiting. So his kinus, they made another takana two lines in the white lines. They made another takana that the cash should stay in the husband's house. So the wealthy woman would take the cash and make out of it baskets of gold and silver. And the poor woman would we'll make out of it a bathroom. They would make out of them items that they themselves would use. But still, meaning at some level it would help. Because now the items are in the husband's house and they're usable items. He wouldn't necessarily just want to get rid of them. But still, when he would get a bit more angry, he would say, take your item and get out of here. Take your basket, take your urinal, get out of here. <laughs> and finally, the final stage was like the Mishnah quoted, that, <laughs> that all the Ozen's properties are <laughs> We should do an incredible chazar of this 8th What a fabulous way. To start the year concluding a parak, and as we began, we'll conclude with a bracha, and we should continue learning many, many more. Tafim, Prakim, Mesechleis, and ultimately Shas together.